0: Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to continue our study of the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah. We are in the middle of chapter nine. If you remember, this chapter began with the, um, uh, with the assembly that occurred after the people celebrated the, the holidays. So they celebrated Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur and Sukkot, we read about how they celebrated Sukkot, how Nehemiah and Ezra did not allow them to to mourn and be sad in the holiday. They asked them to celebrate. Ezra had read the Torah on every day of the holiday of Sukkot, so the people have been studying and learning and celebrating with God. But then, after the holidays were over on the 24th day of Tishrei, then the people began to mourn. And then they called a day of fasting, a day of mourning, a day of prayer. Um, uh, Over the time lost, you know, all, all those years where they hadn't been appropriately keeping the Torah, hadn't been studying the Torah, hadn't been worshiping and serving God and living the kind of lives that they were supposed to as as a Jewish people. Um, we read the beginning of this prayer, and it's uh, part. Many parts of this uh, prayer that we read um, made it into the davening, made it into the into the liturgy, the standard liturgy of our sidur. Um, um, in the more, uh, and we'll see more of that in the second half of chapter nine. We're starting starting in the middle. We uh, we finished at verse nineteen. We're going to start with verse twenty. Uh, it's also very evident and obvious. Um, to those that are familiar with the Jewish prayer book and how our prayers are structured and organized, that um, <coughs> the, the way our prayer is structured is built on this communal prayer that was done together on in here in Nechemia 9. Um, primarily, we, we, we just read about how the, the history, we, we start prayer by hearkening back to what God has done for us. We talk about God's creation of the world. We talk about God's special relationship with the Jewish people and all of the wonderful things he did for us um, uh, uh, and, and the exodus from Egypt, uh, bringing us to the land of Israel, giving us the Torah, etc. cetera. And then um, we're gonna continue in the middle of that with verse 20. Uh, then we move on to how ungrateful we were, how we did not uh, fulfill his commandments, we didn't listen, we rebelled, we went straight after other gods, etc. Um, and, and we just didn't uh, behave correctly, and then God was patient with us and so on. And then we move towards prayer, asking God for, for forgiveness and, and, and understanding and, and patience. And this is the idea of smichos Litvila, the the uh, that we have in... Um, Uh, that Chazal, that our rabbis have taught us when they established the standard prayer book that we have to begin with the geula, with the redemption that God has done for us in the past before we go ahead and entreat God with our prayers for our needs, which is represented in the Amidah uh, of of the Tefillah system, so this is really the origin of how we pray. But let's start with verse twenty, and and if you listen carefully, you'll hear echoes of our Sidor here, and many of these verses are actually quoted in many places, and we say them, and they'll be familiar to us from various places in the standard liturgy. nosato kilam. <speaking in Hebrew> and you um. We're still talking now about God's relationship with the people and how God took us out of Egypt, and we're right now in the in the historically this prayer is now recounting the occurrences in the wandering of the desert. That uh, that God, you not you you showed us out of Egypt, you protected us. That was verse 19, and you gave the people. All right, you gave our ancestors the people the Ruch HaKha your special spirit. This is presumably a reference to God giving us his wisdom, giving us the Torah, which we received in the, um, in the um, uh, desert. And not only did you give us Ruch HaKha your special wisdom, but you also gave us your man, your food. So you sustained our spirits and you sustained our bodies. Umayyam Nasatalham Lutzma'am and you also gave us water for our thirst, for their thirst. The Arbo'im shona and for forty years killed Kaltomba Midbar. You you sustained them. You sustained our ancestors in the desert. Locha you did not they did not lack anything. Salmo Sehem Lovalu, their clothing didn't get worn out, lo and their legs didn't get uh, get um get swollen with um you know, in pain. Um, so, so you took care of them. You took care of them uh, in every way possible, uh, and sustained them while they wandered in the wilderness. And not only that, you put kingdoms and nations under them. In other words, they conquered. If you recall, the and we're going to mention their names in a second. On their way, Moshe. Uh, fought with Sihon, Amori, Sihon the king of the Amorites we're about to read that and you handed out their lands to them this is referring to the lands of Eber HaYardin, the lands be- before the crossing of the Jordan into Israel, the lands that were uh, east of the Jordan, the lands of the Amorites and and Bashan. So by Yishuah at Sichon, and they inherited the land of Sichon, viat Eretz Melacheshbon, and the land of the king of Heshbon, viat Eretz Og Melachabashan, and the land of Og, the king of Bashan, of the Bashan. So um, <coughs> so. <coughs> These are all the wonderful things you did for us. And you increased their their children. They had many children. And their descendants were many like the stars of the heaven. This is obviously a reference to the promise God made all the way back to the patriarch Abraham. And then you brought them into the land. So they conquered the lands across the Jordan. You brought them across the Jordan into the land. The same land that you had told Their forefathers, our forefathers, that they were going to come and inherit. And the children of those who were in the Midbar, the children of those who were in the desert, um, then uh, inherited the land. Um, This is a reference because those that were in the Midbar, those that were in the wilderness, at the time of the spies passed away. So it was their descendants that came and inherited the land. And you subdued before them the those that resided within the land, the Canaanites. And you placed the Canaanites underneath them, and their kings, and all the other nations that lived in the land, you placed them under their dominion so that they can do as they wished with them. Um, uh, by and they captured these, these big uh, cities. Arim Ros is a reference back to the language that the spies used when they described the cities that they were Bitsu uh, and therefore d- impossible for them people to capture, but here they're saying in the prayer, but no, the people actually did when they came into the land, capture those orim bit and it was a fat land, a fertile land, and they inherited homes that were filled with all kinds of good things. This is hearkening back to the promises made in, in Devarim and in Deuteronomy, Boros chatzuvim. when they came into the land, it was settled. There already were um, cisterns that were had already been carved out, filled with water. Kiramim. There were vineyards, vizesim, and olives, veitzmaachol and Already fruit trees that were planted in multitudes. So they inherited a land, and they and and it was ready to roll. They had everything they need. Vayochlu, and they were able to eat. Vayispuu, and they and they were satisfied. Vayashminu. And here's where it starts getting difficult. This is this is uh, uh, harkening back to many other verses we have in the Torah that once you get ashminu and they got fat, Adnu and they took pleasure, but tufcha hagadol. That's the beginning of the problems. isadnu meaning and they and they. This is I'm finishing verse 25 now, and they. Um, I see a translation and they luxuriated, which is an, a nice way of saying it, in your great goodness. So once they started enjoying these things, especially noted they were given these things without even having to work for them, Vayamru, this is the bad part, 26, Vayamru Vayimru du Bach, and they rebelled, and they uh, went against you, God. Vayashlichu et and they threw the Torah behind their backs, this is um, the image, is an image that um, we think of when, when someone throws his religion, throws the Torah away, just throws it behind them, moves on, and doesn't even turn back. And they killed your Nevi'im. There are several instances of Nevi'im, of prophets that were killed, especially the, the, uh, in the Northern Kingdom, uh, the most famous was eh- Ke- Achav, King Ahab. But there were other instances as well. I share heidu v'amnashivam lelacha. These neviim, these prophets, they um, um, were, were came to to teach the people to bring them back to God. You sent these prophets to the people to say, "Whoa, God, come back, come back to the Torah." But they, instead of listening to them and learning and improving, they, they got rid of the prophets. They ignored them and even killed them and they did terribly terrible things that things that angered you god um so what did you do and this is uh, really a reference to the uh the the days of this is we see in in the book of judges where constantly the people go off the path and then and then god punishes them and then there's a time when they start coming back to god and then and then Things are good, and then they then they start rebelling again, and then the, God sends the enemies. So name a cycle that keeps going round and round. People just don't learn their lesson. You put them, you place the people uh, underneath their enemies. Now the cables are turned by and they and they um, caused them harm. They caused them suffering. And then when they were suffering, Then they started crying out to you. tishma. And then you listened. And because you're a mercy, you have great mercy. You brought them people to save them. This uh, this really harkens back to the time of the judges when God would send uh, uh, someone uh, to save them. Uh, we could also think of King uh, Sha'ol, King Saul, um, and then they saved them uh, from their enemies, those that were, were making them suffer. And also the time of David, uh, the times when God sent messengers um, to help save the people. Think of Samson, think of Yiftah. Of, 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 uh, and then when it was easy for them, this is verse 28, they went back to do bad again. So this is a, psych, a mass sociological analysis of... Of, of, of the pattern of history that we're all f- unfortunately familiar with Everything is good, all of a sudden people start going on the bad path again So then again, you did the same thing You left them in the hands of their enemies And they subjugated them And then they go and they cried out to you again We have this same pattern in our personal lives When things are good, we tend to forget God when things are bad, we tend to cry out to God. And you, from the heavens, you listen. And you kept on saving them many times, over and over again, because that, because you are merciful. And you warned them again through the prophets. You warned them. You instructed them to, to return, in order to return them to your Torah. In other words, you gave them the instructions you told them what they needed to do in order to stay on the right path in order that they shouldn't have to keep suffering right. but Hizidu, but they were the ones that were that were um, rebellious they did not listen to your your uh, your commandments they didn't listen to your laws and they and they sinned in, in by, by, in them by not doing those laws these are the laws that a person will do and live by them right but these are meant for chai these are meant laws of life as we find in the Torah but again they're paraphrasing the words of the Torah here but they did not do them. They turned a cold shoulder, a shoulder that turns away. arpam hikshu, and they had a stiff neck. Veloshameu, they did not listen. They were stubborn. They turned away. Alem shanim rabos, and many many years you stretched out, you gave them so many chances for many years during the time of the first temple, and you kept on trying to teach them your spirit, your special way in the hands of your prophets that kept trying to teach them and they did not listen. This is very important because it seems clear that Ezra not only taught them the Torah, but also reminded them and taught them the words of the prophets. Many, some of those prophets like Yechezkel, Ezekiel, the people would have been familiar with from the exile that they had just come from. These are words that they would have been familiar with. The words of Jeremiah, the words of Isaiah. These are, these are prophets that the people were familiar with. So the Torah and the words of the prophets were what Ezra taught them and what the people were referring to. And then you gave them, you put them in the hands of of the, pe- of the people of the land. In other words, this is referring now to the destruction of the first temple. You sent us to Babylon, to Persia. <laughs> but in your great mercy, you did not allow them to become destroyed. This is quoting from Isaiah. And you did not abandon them. Why? Because you are a God of, of grace and compassion or mercy. And how you want to translate those words So here um, The next verse 32 I'm about to read We have the words that I've made it directly into the Amidah, the Shmona Esrei The, uh, the, 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 the um, pinnacle, the climax Of the prayer services That we pray every day three times And now our God The God who is great Who is powerful and awesome Shomer the one who keeps his promises, his covenant, and he keeps his kindness to us. Do not um, take it lightly. Do not uh, uh, treat it lightly. Um, all of the all of the suffering which has found us, which has befallen us. To our kings, we've lost our kings. To our officers, our leaders, and our priests, and to our prophets. The people were aware that the days of prophecy had just ended. This is about the time of Malachi, who may have been Ezra, the same person, but this was about the time of the final prophets. So the people knew their prophets were gone. And to our forefathers, to your entire nation, from the days of the kings of Ashur, which was the beginning of the end, the kings of Assyria who destroyed the northern kingdom. And then later on, the kings of Babylon who destroyed the southern kingdom and now the kings of persia all the way till today when they're still subjugated to 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 persia this next this next verse would be familiar from the Tahanun prayer from the uh, atot but you god are righteous al but regarding everything that you've done to us even though um, we have suffered that's not you are a righteous god and and that which you've done, we deserved. You have done the truth. You have been truthful with us. It is us. It is we who are the at fault. And our kings, our leaders, our priests, and our forefathers, they did not keep your Torah. Below. They did not listen to your mitzvot. And they did not listen to your teachings that you tried to teach them. Haidosa here is uh, difficult to translate. Um, uh, it, it's the, it, it sometimes translates as the witnesses. It's these statements which God made to us in order to teach us what it is that he wants. Uh, and, and in context, we, uh, this word and this prayer has been used referring to what the Nevi'im, and what the prophets tried to teach the people. The be b'Malchusam and they, in other words, our ancestors with their kings Uvetuv Chaharav, and with the great goodness Asher Nosata that you gave to them Uve'Erets Rchava and this wide beautiful land V'Hashmeina that is fertile Asher Nosata that you gave them you gave them all the tools they needed but Lo Havaducha they did not serve you below Shavu Hem Aram they did not return from their evil ways. And therefore today, we are enslaved. We are subjugated underneath the big Persian empire. Now, we tend to think um, <coughs> of the Persian empire, as especially in this time period, as a relatively benevolent empire, um, but they, it's, and, and in comparison to the Babylonians, and the Assyrians, it certainly was, because they allowed for a partial rebuilding, but the people were still subjugated, they were still um, uh, paying heavy a tax burden, they still did not have independence, and they still um, were suffering under the Persian empire And now we are uh, 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 subservient to them. The land which you gave to our forefathers to eat its goodness and its greatness. Here we are standing and we are slaves upon our own land. This should be our own independent land. We should be in charge, but we're not. And it's produce that is being grown in this land is so much of it um, is being given to the kings that you placed over us because of our sins. So because of our sins, we are growing all this fruit and, and, and produce and we're sending it up to Persia. This is very much reminds one of, of the, uh, the satellite Soviet states where they grew all of this produce, but it, instead of being able to eat it during the days of the Soviet Union, it had to go up to the Soviet, um, uh, to army and and the Soviet system. So it's not like they they were they were growing plenty of crops. There also reminds one of of Ireland under under the British Crown, when when in the days when they were growing tons of crops and food, but it all was being. Uh, taken by the the British and sold by the British, while the Irish themselves on their own land were left to starve, and of course other instances in history um, when similar things have happened. This is how the people now felt here, Al and it's over our bodies, limb. They rule over us, uva kirtzonam, and they can take away our animals at, at will, and we are suffering greatly. Um, so, this is the. Um, end of chapter 9. And it teaches us so much, so many lessons about prayer and how to approach God with humility, how to recognize God's greatness, recognize one's own humble stature, and then entreat God. Thank you so much. Looking forward to studying chapter 10 and of course the rest of this beautiful book of Nehemiah together. (laughs)